Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. How you day? How you day? How you day? So... Every now and then, I give speeches, I talk about things that I'm passionate about, and many of you know that the things I do care about center on raising the world's level of awareness and consciousness as it pertains to cultural competency. I really want the world to be able to know how to effectively connect across cultures and also how to connect with themselves. So I recently gave a talk on the art of nuance and how to embrace that because as I look at the world today and as I observe a lot of conflicts, I think it stems from people's inability to move past the binary. You know, it's either this or that. So I want to share a speech I gave recently at the University of Maryland. Hopefully it provides some insight into my way of thinking. Maybe you agree. Maybe you disagree. I'd love to hear your thoughts, but I hope you enjoy. And I hope this gets you thinking about ways to embrace the art of nuance. Enjoy. How's everybody doing today? That, that's all I'm getting? How's everybody doing? So I have a question. What will society look like in the future? You know, will we be more divided or united? Will we be more tribalistic or inclusive? I ask myself this question often because when I look around me, I notice that too many systems promote a binary way of thinking. You, know, you have to choose this or that, and if you choose that, then you must be an enemy of this. There's no room for nuance, it seems. But what this does is put up invisible walls and barriers before we actually get to know each other. The reality is that we live in a world of nuance governed by binary systems, yet we promote a culture of debate and division without critical or independent thinking. Now, there's nothing wrong with debate, but what I'm talking about here is when we debate things we don't fully understand and then create a mob mentality around people that disagree with us. I see it all the time when I turn on the news or I watch a sports show. What I see seems to be the promotion of caricatures or generalities or stereotypes. It's like there's no room for, for anyone to have an opinion. And so some people know this, and they use this to rile other people up in order to perpetuate a certain narrative. We can call them trolls. And then others don't feel like they can say anything because they risk offending others. We can call them politically correct. To be a troll or to be politically correct? Are these the only two options we have when we get into an argument? I beg to differ. That's a false binary. But that's how we get into this bad habit of viewing people as entire states, as thins, as one personality, entire countries as one personality. And so I think that promotion of that actually gets us into this both and narrative seen as an impossibility and an either or narrative seen as the norm. 
every time we get into this type of behavior, what happens is what I witnessed when I was growing up. I grew up under two dictatorships, and I saw how governments use these types of binary thinking to promote systems of uh, propaganda and limited type of thinkings. It's how slavery and colonialism grew. You put a bunch of people together and separate them based on perceived differences and then cause them to bicker. And as we continue to do this, we start to approach people and say, oh, you're from here? Then you must be this. You look like that? Then there's no way you think this. That's your religion? Then you must be conservative. And we start to limit the humanization of people. I think, though, that we can do something better. So I would like to promote a different way of thinking. It's one I called nuanced intersectionalism. It's a framework that allows multiple ideas and multiple perspectives to exist simultaneously. Now, the tenets of this framework are as follows. Be aware of your conditioning. Understand equally as good alternatives. And create room for growth. Be aware of your conditioning. Understand equally as good alternatives and create room for growth. So be aware of your conditioning. Every one of us here has a bias. It's how you, know, you make decisions. It's how you decided what to wear today or what you watch. It basically is what informs you as a human. Yet many of us either refuse to acknowledge our biases or understand how to reflect on why we think the way we do. So I want to propose something. I want to propose that we take inventory of who and what makes up our circle of influence. So who are your three best friends? Where are the last three places you've lived in? Who have been your last romantic partners? Seriously, reflect on these things and situations because understanding why you think the way you do allows you to understand why you react the way you do. And then when you understand why you react the way you do, you start to reflect on what I call your triggers. It's very important to understand our triggers because that gives us an insight into why we are insecure about certain things or what emotionally charges us. And so next time that we see or recognize those triggers, we're able to emotionally regulate those behaviors within ourselves. The other thing to reflect on, in addition to your bias and your triggers, are your values. What are the top five values that you aim to live by? You know, do you know them? If you don't, I encourage you to basically write them down, memorize them, repeat them to yourself, record them in an audio, audio note if you have to, but make sure that you are consistently living in accordance with these values because a lot of times when you don't live in accordance to your values, you find that your environment controls you. And the more your environment controls you, the more conditioned you become unconsciously. Scientists believe that our brains are neuroplastic, which means that they're basically malleable and they can be trained to act or think a certain way. Our brains are a, a set of memorized behaviors, and so the more you feed it, the more your brain processes. And the more your brain understands what it processes, the more that becomes your unconscious. So how many of you are aware of your conditioning? The next thing to embrace the art of nuance is to understand that there are equally as good alternatives, or the idea that there are multiple paths to one answer. Every day you wake up, one thing that I'll encourage you all to do is to understand the idea that there are, well, more than seven billion people that you share the world with. Each of them have had their own perspectives, their own opinions, their own frames of references on how they got to somewhere similar to how you got to. This coupled with the fact that we just discussed that our brains are, are malleable, are basically able to be neuroplastic, 
should help humble us in understanding that our way isn't always the only way. In addition to that, one thing that I would encourage people to practice in their mundane moments is regularly asking yourself what the other side is, what the other perspective of your argument is. Whenever, whether it's someone you believe or someone you agree with, whether it's a friend or whether it's someone you perceive as, as a foe, I always ask people to encourage themselves to just practice looking at the other side of a conversation. In addition to that, practice being a minority wherever you are on a weekly basis. So if you're a man, go into a ladies' conference. If you're a lady, vice versa. If you're a Christian, go to a mosque. If you're a Muslim, go to a church. If you're a Jewish person, go to a, a church or mosque. This is how empathy, perspective-taking, and humanization starts. It also allows you to be able to separate context from your personal opinion and allow you to see the bigger picture. The third thing that we can do to understand the art of nuance in a divisive and binary world is to create room for growth. Now, mistakes are inevitable. Each and every one of us will make a mistake at some points, and many times our intention is not going to match the impact that we desire. And as a result of that, some of you may be tried in the court of public opinion, justifiably or unfairly, and then things get said or left unsaid, and then we have this, this all-out war on the, on, the, on the brawl. And a lot of us are doing this to our neighbors, our, our colleagues, our, or, or the random person that you don't even know in social media. But I believe that we can create room for growth if we figure out how to bridge the intent impact gap. Okay? On one end, we can understand that we judge ourselves based on our intentions and others based on their actions. So maybe we shouldn't be so quick to respond harshly when we hear something we don't like. Maybe we can clarify what that intention is. We could say, hey, I don't know if you meant this, but this is how I translated what you said. What if we used feedback as an opportunity to correct behaviors that have been perceived as horrible? What if we use feedback to actually encourage people to grow as opposed to tear them down? That's one side of the intent impact gap. The other side of the intent impact gap involves releasing our ego and understanding that we should treat people the way they want to be treated and not the way we want to be treated. There will be times where despite your best intentions, the impact that you have caused um, could be you know, detrimental to more than just one person. It could be a whole society of people. But what do you do then? You own up to it, you apologize, and then ask for ways to adjust. It's important to realize then that it's not about you at that moment. And you shouldn't be too focused on clarifying or trying to seem like a good person that you actually continue to lose sight of what you've done. Own up to what it is that you've done and seek ways to grow. Intent, impact, gap. Now, what I'm saying here is not excusing, you know, moral, immoral behaviors. I certainly don't want a situation where, you know, people that commit heinous and predatory crimes to be roaming around freely, like I said earlier. What I'm saying here is that we need to understand as humans, we are flawed, and that we need to start creating more rooms for growth. Because... If we don't create a room for growth, what's going to happen is that people are going to retreat to the corners and hide their opinions. When they hide their opinions, no one actually benefits from that. People get 
steeped into their own echo chambers and they think the way they do, and so do others, and there is no actual ground for growth. I think forgiveness can restore hope and the cost of not forgiving can create separation. In order for us to move as a world, I think we need to figure out how to, to heal and forgive so that we can then become the full versions and the best versions of ourselves. Be aware of your conditioning, understand equally as good alternatives, and create room for growth. All this is going to take patience, perseverance, and curiosity, but the time and effort is well worth it. You know, I think people need to be able to understand that they, their, their, their impact of their actions is much more consequential than just the confines of their room. I think we need to be more invested in the well-being of people as opposed to being seen as well-meaning people. And to conclude, there's a poem I wrote. It's called Both And versus Either Or. And it goes like this. I believe in both and, not either or. I refuse to believe that humanity is this intellectually poor. How do we get here where your fear is being translated as me not having to care and leads to despair? Impulse is to react, react, react. It's like we've signed this contract that we can't retract. Meanwhile, we've lost sight of the many voices around us, voices that can't compete because they aren't loud enough. Now they think there aren't enough. But even you must admit that being this invisible is pretty rough. These days, it seems like we only have two options. It's my way or your way. It doesn't matter what I say anyway. We've created binary systems to govern the nuance. Where is the balance? I'm just as guilty. I'm no innocent. But as I stand, reflect, and inspect, I can begin to see the cause of the confusion and the blurry vision. The whole picture just isn't being seen. No one is clean. We need to examine our lenses and take down our fences. If we address our blind spots, we can connect the dots. Next time you want to tell a story, be more inventive and think of the collective. Next time you have a question, let it be open-ended instead of closed-minded. Step back and look at the whole picture. You begin to see that we're one beautiful and complex mixture. Examine the canvas frame by frame. It will be hard, but do it all the same. Move past homogeneity and embrace multiple forms of identity. We all need to apply this sensitivity. And please, please, don't ignore this because that's how we got here in the first place where what's limited is grace. Seek to affirm, not to confirm. Remember, people want to be heard. They don't want to be part of your herd. Life should be liberating and enriching, not selective and elusive. Your presence should invite other forms of existence. I believe in both and, not either or. Embrace nuance. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads. 
podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.